Okay, you lucky people out there, it's time for another Midnight Skeptic Show. And here is the play-in music. You are listening to KPCALP, Petaluma, California, at 103.3 FM and worldwide at www.kpca.fm. And this is the Midnight Skeptic. The views of the Midnight Skeptic are not, repeat, not necessarily the views of KPCA or any of its affiliates. Okay, this is the Midnight Skeptic Show number 129 on YouTube. Uh, It goes on uh, before I got on YouTube, about two and a half years worth of uh, the Midnight Skeptic down at KPCA uh, FM radio studios, 103.3 FM. <clears throat> okay, this will be broadcast on the 16th of July at the usual time, 9 p.m. Uh, midnight back on the East Coast. And I'm recording this uh, on Thursday, July 13th. And, oh... I am woke, I am woke, I am woke, woke, woke. It feels so good to uh, not hate anyone, to not judge anyone, to not be a Republican. Uh, Send all death threats and hate mail to themidnightskeptic at gmail.com. I'll be taking a few weeks off to go down to UC San Diego Medical Center for maybe an operation. I'm hoping maybe not. Okay, they're going to check me out over uh, three days to see whether I actually need one or not. Okay. Anyway, I've let Rob Tomaszewski, the station manager, know. So for the next two, three, or maybe even four Sundays, uh, there will be um, a repeat of the best of the Midnight Skeptic. Not that all my shows are not the best, but they'll figure it out down there. Okay, shout-outs. Spotify and Anchor, international listeners, uh, the EU, UK, Australia, New Zealand, a couple in Canada... One still in Russia, one in Colombia. Okay, uh, the Project Censored guys, Mickey Huff, Nolan Higdon, and Andy Lee Roth, uh, go on to the uh, website, um, uh, Project Censored, and sign up for their newsletter. It's very interesting. Maybe even order a book. Um the State of the Free Press, 2023. They make it. Okay, locally, Rob Tomaszewski, I said, down at KPCA. John Crowley, Tom Gaffey. Uh, <clears throat> Dave and Rosita up in Sacramento. Kevin and Lori Nariman. Art Kutznets, Rich and Kathy. Tom and Nancy, Dennis and Megan down in uh, Tiburon. 
Yvonne and Rich, San Francisco, Stan and Kathy, and Susan the Lefty. In L.A., Jackie, Kolar, Arizona, my brother Brandon, who had a recent 70th birthday. <clears throat> and his wife, Mina, and their daughter, Andrea, a nurse, my niece. And uh, Arkansas, Shannon Reed, Florida, Amelia Beamer. Uh, go on to YouTube and uh, type in Locus, L-O-C-U-S. It's a magazine centered over in Oakland that concerns itself with uh, the three literary genres, horror, fantasy, science fiction. Uh, the Locus magazine talks about all of these, and then Amelia Beamer on YouTube um, goes into it, what their magazine is talking about for this week. I think it's weekly now. And um, go take a listen if you're at all interested in those three genres. Okay, um, North Carolina, the Raleigh-Durham area, Dr. Dave, the lung guy. He is the world's finest pulmonary physician. Long Island, uh, Geraldine Goldfinger, and then the Sonora crowd, uh, Robert and Colleen Finnegan, Bob and Sandy Fisher, Martha and Brad, their offspring, uh, Dara Larson, Judy May, Leonidas Maciel, um, Lynn Quayle, Kathy Francis, um, I'm leaving somebody out, I think, uh, John Gleason and uh, his two daughters, Tiffany and Jennifer, and all the way down to Mexico City, Rosabalia Lopez Negrete. Now, on last week's show, I ran out of time, which I've done before, and I was just getting into things uh, about uh, Dr. Uh, Deborah So's book. Uh, I'll hold it up for the YouTube people. The End of Gender. So, uh, without further ado, I will make up for the segments on the show that uh, I ran out of time about last week. Okay. Um, yeah, okay. All right, there is one segment um, listed under Horrible Supreme Court of the United States News. On Friday, June 30th, the Supreme Court sided with Lori Smith, a supposedly Christian woman who feared that gay couples contemplating marriage would ask her to set up an online wedding site for them. Her business wasn't even up and running yet, and uh, nobody from the LGBTQ community had reached out to her. She's a jerk anyway, so I hope they don't. I hope her business fails. On February 1st, 1964, African-American college students sat down at a Woolworths lunch counter in Greensboro, North Carolina. They were not served. If, as GOP MAGA heads, like uh, Mitt Romney said, believe corporations are people, then why shouldn't that creepy Christian woman in Colorado, Lori Smith, 
be able to not uh, serve customers by making a wedding website for a black couple or an interracial couple if she sincerely believes in her Christian faith that God Almighty separated the races on earth. This was the religious argument used by the state of Virginia in the case, Supreme Court case, Loving versus Virginia, in June of 1967. In Virginia, 1967, Judge Leon M. Bazile, I think that's how you pronounce it, capital B-A-Z-I-L-E, said, upholding the convictions of the Lovings, which was an interracial couple, he said, quote, Almighty God created the races, white, black, yellow, melee, huh? and red, and he placed them on separate continents. The fact that he separated the races shows that he did not intend for the races to mix. Throughout the Loving case, religion appeared um, both overtly and subtly to endorse or lend credibility to the arguments against racial mixing. This use of religion is unsurprising, given that supporters of slavery, white supremacy, and segregation have for many decades turned to religion to justify their ideologies. I'm sure that Judge Bazile's religious beliefs were sincere, as are current believers in anti-LGBTQ religious ideology. Hmm. Okay. Okay, this is what Laurie Smith said at one point in the hearing. She will not produce content that, quote, contradicts biblical truth. And her lawyers were from the ADF, meaning Alliance Defending Freedom, which is a racist right-wing law firm that uh, spends a lot of their time defending attacks against the LGBTQ community. Okay. All right. Now, um, I've got to get back to uh, Dr. Deborah So's book in just a moment. There were two other segments uh, that I didn't talk about last week because I ran out of time. Okay, bad news, comma, cruel news. In other words, it's from Republicans. I already need another sip. This is orange juice. 
in Texas, uh, a new state law would nullify local, municipal, and county laws that mandate water breaks for construction workers and other outdoor laborers. Uh, Texas Senate Bill 2127 is the guilty bill. It was introduced by Republicans, of course. State Representative Dustin Burroughs, who's a Republican, of course, who authored the bill against water breaks, said the progressive municipalities that have these regulations are, quote, onerous and burdensome, unquote, and the local laws hamstring businesses and stunt economic growth. Well, doesn't dead workers stunt economic growth? Okay, 10-minute water breaks Every four hours is the typical regulation uh, in local and county ordinances. Okay, Texas ranks first among the states for the highest number of employee heat-related deaths. Three to seven construction workers die each week. Most from the heat. The bill, House Bill, oh, I, I originally said Senate Bill. It's House Bill 2127, just signed by Governor Heartless Abbott, takes effect September 20, uh, excuse me, September 1st, 2023. Let's hope the heat dome is gone by then. He, who doesn't have to worry about being hydrated, signed this bill on Tuesday, the 13th of June. Okay. Here's some snark for my thousands and thousands of listeners and YouTubers out there. Uh, as long as most of the three to seven construction workers that die each week in Texas, um, as long as uh, the three to seven construction workers are Mexicans or immigrants or black, then legislatures in Texas won't pass any safety bills. Mm. That's my snarky comment on Texas. Okay. Good news. Interest in sustainable housing is growing. Earthships and rammed earth houses are gaining ground. An earthship is an architectural style designed by Michael Reynolds to be passive solar earth shelters and largely self-sustaining and off the grid. Rammed earth is a building material formed by uh, compressed gravel, clay, and dirt made into uh, beams that can be 
piled up and uh, plastered together, and um, they are uh, insulated from the heat just because of the thickness of the rammed earth building materials. Okay. Good news to end the show with. Pandas are no longer an endangered species. Okay, that was um, what I was going to end the show with um, last week. Okay, but no, it's still good. Pandas are still, uh, you know, not endangered anymore. Yay for the Chinese um, naturalists who do this. Okay, now, uh, well, here's... Okay, this was for last week's show, and I have the book, and I'm going to read just a little bit out of it. I don't agree with Dr. Deborah So on a few issues, but by and large, I agree with everything she says in her book. Okay, my disappointment and disagreement with Dr. Deborah So, Ph.D., author of the book, End of Gender. In the opinion of the Midnight Skeptic, Dr. So has gone a long ways down the right-wing MAGA rabbit hole. I've read her book almost three full times through, uh, underlining and checking her references and looking up other sources of her information. All in all, I liked the book, and she's a good, clear writer. She's transitioned, pun intended, from an academic sex researcher to a journalist and podcaster. And I looked up her podcasts, and uh, I saw one of the interviews that she was doing with Christopher Rufo, who is an a-hole, a complete right-wing a-hole. He is a messaging guru for the far-right extremist Republicans. Okay, that was a little riff. Okay, Christopher Rufo on Drag Story Time. He says they're coming from an ideology of sexualizing kids. He's wrong. And in on the pad podcast, uh, Dr. So let him get away with saying that. Okay. He's thought about it, he says. Quote, it's obviously not about the reading. It's inherently sexual, a performance seen on the internet websites, partial nudity, lap dances. Um, okay, now I, he was saying this, and in my notes, I put a question mark by this. He, he's not dumb. He's a pretty sharp guy, and he knows that there are no nudity and lap dances at uh, drag 
bedtime story times for kids. He knows this, but he just wants to uh, gin up anger in the extremist right-wing MAGA base. Okay, it's a straw man argument. Okay, he says it's inherently sexual. Well, that's wrong. It's not inherently sexual. It is a performance. And, um, okay, partial nudity and lap dances are not done at story times. It's certainly a strip show. He's conflating what he can dredge up online with these uh, drag time story times. There is not any strip shows at these drag time story times. It's another straw man argument. And then he goes on to say, um, the school's government power is used to compel students to go to these story time drag times. That's complete lie. There are no schools that have them or that compel the students to go to them. It's totally up to the parents. Um, and this is a quote from him. The purpose of drag is to subvert heteronormativity. Nope, it doesn't have that kind of a intent or, I don't know. I think most kids find it alarming. That's what he said. Okay, I've been to one of these locally here in Petaluma, a drag time story time. I didn't see any kids that were recoiling in horror or um, finding it alarming. The parents go with them, real young kids, and I don't know any age cutoff, but I would say under 10, um, were all with their parents, and they were all having a good time. Okay. Um, okay, there's no evidence presented that most kids find it alarming. Um Okay, now he says the subsurface content is queer theory. Now, what queer theory is? And, well, let me finish this, and then I'll give my explanation of queer theory. Okay. Uh, he says... Okay, and Dr. So didn't challenge him on any of this garbage that came out of his mouth. Another sip. Mm. I would just love to get on a debate stage with Christopher Rufo. Okay, she lets him go on about uh, drag shows in public schools. No public schools allow um, drag show story time. Um, you could, and he says you can oppose queer theory without being homophobic. 
Okay. Um, and then um, Dr. Deborah Sos asks him, why do you think educators are so hell-bent on pushing this stuff on kids? Okay, you can tell by the tone of her voice that when she said this stuff, okay, that she disapproves of, I guess, queer theory, okay, and pushing this stuff. Teachers do not push this stuff. It may be mentioned, um, and I think we're talking about um, mentioning LGBTQ people in a classroom uh, in opposition to um, Florida's don't say gay bill, all right? Okay, uh, let's see. And then he answered, um, how do these ideas get from A to Z? Queer theory and gender theory, whatever. Ideologies emerged in the 1980s and 1990s full force in academia. Teachers emerged from academia with that. Okay, what is the that that he's referring to? As their primary framework for understanding of the world to liberate their students. And Dr. Deborah So says, what can people do to push back against CRT and DEI that are being pushed down their throats? They're not being pushed down their throats. That's just a good way to run things with uh, oh, inclusion, equality, and uh, I'm having a brain freeze on what the D stands for. But anyway, um, CRT, critical race theory, that means studying bad things that this country has done to blacks. Okay. Um, and then she says, how do you get gender craziness out of our schools? Okay. And uh, I'm very disappointed in Dr. Deborah So in her podcast with uh, Christopher Rufo. Okay. Um, all right. I'm going to read just a little bit of the things that I've underlined in uh, her chapter on gender. And uh, uh, gender is, for the most part, determined by in utero testosterone. Now, when the little male fetus begins to develop and his testes begin to develop in utero, they start um, producing testosterone. Uh, the mother's um, ovaries themselves 
produce a certain amount of testosterone. Between the two, if there is enough, then um, the little fetus will be masculinized. Okay, if the little fetus is sexually developing as a girl, then her own... Um, uh, gonads will begin to produce some estrogen and uh, the mother's um, gonads will be will have been producing estrogen and also some testosterone and that amount varies from woman to woman and the exposure of um, some fetuses is more or less uh, exposed to testosterone. Okay. Okay. Uh, this is from the book. Okay. Biological sex dictates gender in more than 99% of us. Okay. I have to agree with that. I think it's more like uh, 98.5% of us, but, you know, who's quibbling? Okay, when looking at uh, group averages or that culture has greater influence than biology simply isn't true. Socialization shapes the extent to which our gender is expressed or suppressed, but it doesn't dictate whether someone will be masculine or feminine or whether she or he will be gender conforming or gender atypical. Now, I don't have any problem with um, gender non-conforming or gender atypical people. It's called how you choose to present yourself to the world. Um, and then she writes, she writes, uh, let me explain. Whether a trait is deemed masculine or feminine is culturally defined. But whether a person gravitates toward traits that are considered masculine or feminine is driven by biology, the amount of in utero testosterone. Okay, um, for someone who is gender non-conforming, this is similarly influenced by biology but the extent to which they will feel comfortable expressing their gender nonconformity, um, though, for instance, the, the way they dress or carry themselves, will be influenced by social factors like parental upbringing or cultural messaging. Um, Societal influence, however, cannot override biology. Okay, that's part of the first chapter on uh, gender. Okay, now 
she titles the chapters in her book as myth number one, myth number two, myth number three, and so on. Myth number three, she says, uh, is that there are more than two genders. Okay, the very first sentence of this chapter, there are only two genders. There, I said it. That's in, uh, right from her book. Okay, and I agree that there are only two genders, masculine, feminine, male, female. Now, if somebody, um, for instance, say they were born uh, female, female sex and um, XX chromosomes and so on, and they choose to uh, feel more comfortable wearing, you know, uh, gender neutral or even masculine clothes, that's fine. A person's comfort is primary, not the wishes of God or some Baptist pastor. That's not who should be dictating life as it is led in this country. A person's comfort with who they are, who they choose to love or be attracted to, that's totally up to the individual. And if they want to uh, call it gender fluid, gender queer, bigender, whatever it's okay with me if that's who they want to if that's the term they want to use fine but the biological reality is there are only two genders male female otherwise um being transgender uh, loses its meaning okay a little boy, born a boy, uh, entering his later years, grammar school years, feels gender dysphoria and wants to let his hair grow, wear a dress, that's fine. And uh, it's, you know, transitioning socially or otherwise from a boy to a girl, posits that there are two genders, which there are. Okay. Um, da -da 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 -da. Okay. Now, this is the last thing um, that I will read out of uh, Dr. So's book. Um, everyone, to some extent, is a combination of male and female traits. No one is 100% male or 100% female or 100% gender conforming. When we think of the average man, he's probably interested in a variety of things that most guys are into, like playing sports or building things, but maybe he also enjoys watching talk shows and 
talking on the phone. By the same token, there are plenty of women who like playing video games and uh, competing in sports. All right. So, all right, enough of that. Now, let me go back to my notes for um, th this week's show. <laughs> Good Arizona news. Arizona's Attorney General Chris Mays says, quote, if any Arizonan believes that they have been the victim of discrimination on the basis of race, color, religion, sex, including sexual orientation and gender identity, national origin or ancestry in a place of public accommodation, they should file a complaint with my office. I will continue to enforce Arizona's public accommodation law to its fullest extent. Are you uh, listening, Miss Smith from Colorado? Mm. Uh, okay, oh, uh, Attorney General Chris Mays of Arizona, Arizona. Uh, said this in reaction to the Supreme Court's ruling on Lori Smith's, Colorado's, business. Okay. Uh, good misogynistic and religious news. The Supreme Court left in place a lower court opinion that invalidated a quote-unquote code of conduct at a North Carolina charter school that required girls to wear skirts in order to preserve chivalry based on girls being fragile vessels mm. on Fox and Friends. That's why you see the woman that sits between the two doofuses, always in skirts, always has nice legs. It's uh, the 50s way of thinking about um, male and female roles. Uh, okay. Um, good news, but... Okay, that's my notes. North Carolina Governor Roy Cooper, who's a Democrat, vetoed three GOP bills discriminating against the LGBTQ community. One, to protect opportunities for women and girls in athletics in middle or high school. These, that was one of the bills. Bill number two to ban gender-affirming care. And these idiot Republicans never explain what gender-affirming care is. That, that could range all the way from talking to a counselor, up through a child psychiatrist, up through a hormonal um, treatments. Okay, 
Let me say this again. There are no um, hospitals or medical centers that deal with transgender people that will perform um, gender reassignment surgery to kids under 18. Now, I don't want to say that it has never happened. There may be some rogue surgeon out there who did it. But um, the uh, hospitals that are capable of doing uh, gender reassignment surgery will not do it as a matter of policy to kids under 18. All right. And so stop with the mutilation words concerning gender reassignment surgery. Okay, okay, number three. Bill number three that Roy Cooper vetoed um, is a parental rights bill, i.e. Uh, North Carolina's version of uh, Florida's don't say gay bill. Uh, the North Carolina state legislatures are controlled by the GOP. They will probably override his veto. But fight the good fight, Roy Cooper. Someday, soon, I hope, we will vote out all Republican GOP MAGA heads. Okay, new topic. Uh, good news. Ohio voters will probably get the opportunity to vote on um, abortion rights on the 2023 November general election. More than 700,000 signatures were submitted to the Ohio Secretary of State Frank LaRose. Okay, the bad news is he is a Republican and therefore he can't be trusted to um, accept all these signatures. He probably will go over them. Well, no, that, that requires too much work. He'll just throw out every other one and then probably say that they didn't get enough signatures. Cheating is in the DNA of the current Republican Party. Okay, um, mail-in ballots and early voting began in Ohio on Tuesday, the 11th of this month, to vote on issue number one, which is, if passed, it would raise the threshold to 60% rather than a simple majority of yes votes on initiatives to get on the ballot. The purpose of it, which Republicans admit to, is to thwart citizen-led initiatives. Again, Republican cheating if they, if they don't see things going their way. Um, it's kind of like Christians who will use lying and trickery 
and skullduggery to uh, convince women to go to their crisis pregnancy centers, thinking that they will get medical treatment. Well, it's to, A, convince them to not get any kind of an abortion, and two, to bring their souls to Jesus. All right. Bad news from Oklahoma's so-called education. Uh, Oklahoma State State Schools Superintendent Ryan Walters tied himself in knots trying to answer questions at the Norman Central Library concerning the Tulsa race massacre, and CRT, which he doesn't want taught in Oklahoma schools. He said, quote, setting up a straw man argument, quote, I would never tell a kid that because of your skin color or your gender, you are less of a person or are inherently racist. No schools or teachers say that. It's a total straw man argument. Um, And uh, I did a segment, I guess about a year ago now, on the uh, Tulsa race riots. And he is bending over backwards, this Ryan Walters, and he's a right-wing MAGA head. Um, He's saying that individual people should be judged on whether they took part in the, you know, disturbance in Tulsa. But leave the, the... skin color out of it. It's totally a straw man argument. The white mob was looking for black people in Tulsa. Uh, That's just a fact. All right. Uh, Okay. Okay, bad news. Local bad news. Okay. The Victory Outreach Church in Santa Rosa, California, is receiving $400,000 in state money, according to California Assembly Bill 1664, which funds churches for security improvements to guard against hate crimes. This church is virulently anti-LGBTQ and members of this church have gone to protests up here in Sonoma County to protesting drag story times. The church's um, pastor, Jose... Gualderrama, capital G-U-A, okay, 
G-U-A-D-E-R-R-A-M-A, Guadarrama, said in a sermon, there is a group of people that are coming in and teaching our little ones some weird, demonic, evil stuff. It's demonic, and they're zeroing in on the little ones. I think it would be great if we all show up to the drag time, story time protests. So this church, uh, they don't need to be defended uh, against hate crimes. They are the hate crime. Okay. Whew, another sip. Okay. Don't say I never did any favors to the Republican Party. Here's some free advice for the GOP candidates running for the Republican nomination in the 2024 election. Those of you who are pretending to be hate-filled or fear-mongering sociopaths in order to appeal to the MAGA-head base, you can't win. You are competing against the orange sociopathic bloat bag, who is a real sociopath. He doesn't have to pretend. He is one. His base of haters and racists know a real sociopath when they see one. That's why they flock to his unhinged rallies. They all see themselves as victims and aggrieved. They want their orange sociopathic bloat bag to be their retribution. He even said that in... Uh, I don't know, a speech he was giving about a month ago. Okay, bad news. Oh, God. Where does the Republican Party find these guys? Okay, bad news. Tommy, the racist coach Tuberville, is holding up confirming a new Marine Corps commandant. Why? Because the military isn't sufficiently pro-life and provides abortions um, to military wives when medically necessary. Or the military wives will be reimbursed for travel to states where abortions are legal. All right. He doesn't like this. And he's the only senator that's holding up these uh, promotions. A stupid rule in the Senate. Okay. Tuberville's stupidity is on display every time he opens his mouth. That's what the GOP MAGA heads get when they elect a 40-year football coach to be a senator especially from Alabama. Uh, for the most part, abortions are not performed in military hospitals unless medically necessary. You know, the wife's life is in danger or the fetus is non-viable. 
Uh, the military will reimburse families who travel to other states to get one. And, uh, okay, I don't know why I wrote this down in my notes, but it says, cue the coach's tantrums. Okay. All right. Uh, secular humanism is not a religion. Conservative Christians want secular humanism to be treated as a religion so they can gripe about courts favoring one religion over another when um, conservative Christians wish to insert Christian beliefs into schools or government agencies or social services. Secular humanism believe, secular humanists believe in reason and evidence. Oh my God, what next? Um, they don't believe in dogma or gods. Okay. Ooh, I'm nearing the end again. Uh, bad news, the GOP MAGA head politicians are now attacking the FBI. Jim Jordan. Oh, my God. What a a-hole. Okay, the FBI is a historically law and order Republican conservative group. Um, and why are they attacking the FBI? Because of their investigating the orange sociopathic bloat bag, uh, the GOP's new god king. Okay, this is what I'm going to end the show on. Okay, we're coming up on an anniversary on this coming Sunday, the 16th of July. It will be the uh, five-year anniversary, July 16th, 2018. The orange sociopathic bloat bag arrived in Helsinki, Finland for a meeting with Russia's dictator, Vlad Putin. After their private tete-a-tete with only translators present, uh, not note-takers, so we don't know exactly what was said. Okay, the orange sociopathic bloat bag standing next to Vlad the Puppet Master was asked by a reporter if he believed the U.S. intelligence agencies that found that there was interference by Russia in the 2016 election. The orange sociopathic bloat bag said, and this is his quote, I have great confidence in my intelligence people, but I will tell you that President Putin was extremely strong and powerful in his denial today, denying that Russia interfered in the 2016 election. The looks, and this is on television, on the news, the looks on both men's faces showed that the orange sociopathic bloat bag 
was definitely Putin's bitch. Mm. Um, okay, that's it. And I'm on time. And I will see you all in a few weeks. I've got to take a little bit of time off um, to possibly get an operation down at University of California, San Diego Medical Center. Here's my play out music. You have been listening to The Midnight Skeptic on KPCA LP, Petaluma, California. And we're at 103.3 on the FM dial and worldwide at www.kpca.fm. Support community radio at patreon.com slash Petaluma community access. And remember, think critically, think logically, but live joyously and, most importantly, pet your cats. Oh yeah, there's going to be a lot of cat petting over the next two or three weeks, and I hope to see you... uh, you know, sometime in early August, or be talking to you in uh, early August on uh, KPCA LP 103.3 Petaluma, California. And, uh, okay, so... Okay, I think I deserve that round of applause for these many, many years of trying to get rid of the GOP MAGA-head Republicans in this country. will be a better country for it. Okay, 